Happy Friday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ. Hope that you all are doing well and that you had a good week. We've got a tough conversation ahead of us today, a needed conversation. Before we get there, though, I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners and supporters. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And of course, if you are a returning listener, you've been a part of the Dream Team for any point in time, I want to say thank you for your continued support. Please continue to share the good word of the Between the Dream podcast as it helps us to continue to spread the word to new listeners all across the globe. So I know y'all ain't blind. I know you've been seeing what's been going on in the news with everything that is taking place in the Olympics, right? We had a conversation on the podcast about a month or so ago um, around Naomi Osaka. And then I followed that up with the conversation around Sha'Carri Richardson. And this week, we're talking about Simone Biles, right? And so, of course, you know, there's been a lot to say and a lot that has taken place around her making the decision to um, pull back and to step back um, to prioritize her mental health. And so I believe the U.S. team took silver instead of the gold. And a lot of people backlashed heavy um, on her about this, right? And this definitely led me back to my good old trusty baby, day 15 of the 31 Days of Power book, where the chapter is entitled Athletes and Mental Health. And in this chapter, um, the, the idea behind it was to talk about the concept that athletes carry a mental health just like everybody else, right? I think anybody in any profession carry mental health. One of the things that I thought was really interesting was that with Simone, though, she got a ton of support, right? So for every naysayer, she probably had about 20 folks that were just like, yo, we got you back, right? And I think this is beautiful, but I think that we need to pay a lot of attention to what's taking place, right? We have individuals now of the likes of Simone Biles, of the likes of Dak Prescott in the NFL, um, Kevin Love, DeMar DeRozan in the NBA, individuals like Brandon Marshall, who's a retired NFL player, but he's still an analyst and he does a lot of other amazing work now. And he was advocating for mental health during his days of playing football in Chicago and then to the Jets and everywhere else that he went, right? And so for me, I look at these folks because each of them are like top tier athletes in their respective sport. And they are basically at the mountaintop or were at one point in time. And so I think it's important, right? Because what we're talking about here are individuals who in their profession, they have basically been groomed over years to be the best. And I think that this is really interesting because in this, they knew that they were being groomed to be the best so that one day what they were doing on the smaller spectrum would actually become their profession. And so with this being the case, what we find a lot of times in moments like this is this. For individuals like this, what you tend to have find is that in the preparation of the profession, from a very young age, they have been conditioned to put the profession over their personal self, their personal needs, and their person as a whole. And I think this is a conversation that we can take much deeper than just athletes, but us as people, we've been conditioned when it comes to our preparation for all of the amazing things that we do in life, right? And yes, some of us might not be at the top of the level in whatever our respective field is, but one of the things I can attest to is that no matter where we sit in the spectrum, each of us has to a degree been put in this position to where we've learned for so long to tough it out, right? And when we don't tough it out, we get backlash for being soft. But the reality is, is that as I hear people come 
after individuals who haven't quote unquote toughed it out, they did tough it out for such a long period of time. And it was finally at a breaking point where they said something. And when strong people who have shown themselves over a period of time get to a breaking point where they finally say something and the response is still one of you should have just stayed and toughed it out. I think that we've got to stop looking at the person and start looking at ourselves and what role do we play in it? But then also, what could this potentially be speaking to, you know, our lives about us as people and how we actually don't manage and prioritize our mental health? Right. One of the things that I find to be so interesting, and I'm actually going to go off track from from what I was going to discuss with the athletes and mental health and just make this about everybody. I think one of the things that we see from individuals who tend to be the ones that come after people, definitely those who might be at the highest level in the limelight in front of the cameras, is that those same individuals a lot of times, whether they realize it or not, struggle deeply with their mental health. Now, I'm not saying that they're depressed, but what I will say is that a lot of individuals who tend to bully like I've seen so many do definitely those that try and use it for like some kind of political gain or to get some kind of clout, to get some likes or attention. Truth be told, these are some of the same individuals that for so long were insecure, that for so long are still insecure and feel that insecurity to an obscene amount. And because of this, what they tend to do is they will project what they feel and how they look at things onto other people. They will see people who actively embrace their healing and try and bring them down. And I think in this, we get a chance to see just how hurt people can hurt people. Even if an individual that is already admitted to their hurt is hurting and you you choose to add more fire and fuel to that flame. So with this being said, First of all, watch out for narcissists like that, right? You steer clear of people like that so you don't punch them in the mouth. Secondly, though, what I really want to encourage you all with is this, right? And the idea of <clears throat> whether you are an athlete or, you know, somebody in the corporate field, an entrepreneur, a student in class right now, a wife, a, a mother, a father, a husband, I need for you all to understand that it is okay for you to not always be able to tough things out. Yes, it's going to cause disruption for the people around you when it comes to maybe their expectations of you, but it's okay. And I want to give you this one small quote from chapter 15 of my book in the 31 Days of Power. It says this, this is just my opinion, but I believe that toughness helps us to push past while wellness allows us to dive in. There has to be a balance. Yes, We do have to be tough sometimes. I get it, right? Because not every moment is going to allow us the opportunity to do what we want to do in moments of like, God, this is a lot. So yes, there is a space where we tough it out. But I believe as equally as important, there has to be a healthy space where we dive into wellness. And in this, I want to let you know that if you choose to do that, it's okay. Now hear me. It might not happen on the time frame that other people want it to, i.e. Simone Biles, i.e. Naomi Osaka, i.e. Dak Prescott last year when he talked about losing his brother to a suicide and then having to go through his own depression and how he started to fumble. And, and people like Skip Bayless had something to say about it because he was so consumed about the profession of Dak Prescott being the quarterback for America's team. His words, not mine. 
And in this, you get a chance to see moments like that where Skip Bayless, he proved the mindset to so many people of, I don't care what you're going through. I need you to focus on the profession and forget about yourself as the person. I think that this is a greater conversation to be had, but I at least wanted to come in and put my little spoon in the pot today because I do believe that we have got to start prioritizing and reprioritizing ourselves no matter what profession we're in. It's not about the profession. It's about the people. And we've got to find ourselves getting back to us being able to, one, invest into ourselves as our individual person, and then, two, outside looking in, we've got to be better about prioritizing people over the profession that they are a part of that brings us entertainment or that brings us some level of a monetary gain or whatever the case might be. We need to be better. We need to do better. That's my message for you all today. If this helped in any way, shape, or form, do me a favor. Make sure you share it. Richard.Taylor Jr. on Instagram. Um, what is my other handle? Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And Twitter, at TrulyTaylorMade. Website, RichardTaylorJr.com. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dreams.